So walk me through the way you're viewing the market right now as it seems we've got progress in the economy. We see the employment situation improving, yet we also continue to see a 10-year yield that gets lower and lower. How do we reconcile these things? Well, our economy is in recovery, and we look at both from the consumer starting to spend as well as businesses and CapEx uh, reaching pre-pandemic levels. That's all very good. And when we're coming now into a new quarter, uh, we expect that we're going to see some positive earnings, although we see the headwinds of the supply chain. So we're going to hear more guidance going forward and what the expectations are and continued growth, but still working through those supply chain issues. So if we've got some of these supply chain problems resolving, uh, that's right now leading to a lot of people saying, well, our inflation risk is past, our peak inflation concerns are past. What do you think about that sentiment, Laureen? You know, we think that it's not necessarily transitory inflation, that it's going to be more persistent, and that is going to potentially cause a misstep by the Fed if they don't recognize it early enough. And so I think one of the biggest risks to our economy is not right now, but in the future, if the Fed doesn't act soon enough, then they may have to be aggressive when they do act. And at that point, you know, that 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 historically has not had a great outcome. So we still see that our markets actually July is one that tends to be one of the best months uh, in the post election year. And so I think that just right now things are good as far as the markets are concerned but investors need to be looking forward to those inflationary impacts and what that could mean to the economy eventually. I think the point that you bring up here about the Fed potentially overstepping or misstepping is very salient to our discussion this morning because it seems that our good data is not enough to get yields moving meaningfully higher. And then as the Fed gets more hawkish, we see the yield curve totally collapse uh, after their comments. Do you think that concern, I mean, is that, I guess, a good explanation? It seems like it would fit uh, that the market's worried the Fed might overact. Right, I do think so. But it's good to see that those uh, we have some stability there in the 10-year. And the other thing I would mention is that one of the areas that we particularly like in the fixed income space is local currency emerging market debt. That's an area for investors to look at. And as we continue to see, we've saw some strengthening of the dollar, but we think that there's going to be a long-term trend of a weakening dollar. And that's an area that investors should be looking at right now. So Lorraine, when we look at uh, the bond market telling us maybe we should be worried about a, uh, a Fed misstep or too much tightness in policy, does it make sense that stocks keep making highs in this environment? Well, yes. I mean, so what we've seen right now, we've seen the comeback of technology. And now when we look at, at the markets in the large cap space, you know, value and growth are just about equal right now, whereas there was a larger disparity. And now that large cap growth has come back up. So that's when you really ask yourself, where do you want to be over the next 10 years? And you can purchase stocks, let's just say in the large cap value area that, that throw off dividends. Um, and you're comparing that to a still a low yielding environment in fixed income. Fixed income has really become more of the uh, stabilization over in your overall portfolio, but not really generating much in the way of returns. And that's why I was saying as far as yields are concerned and when people are looking for yields, uh, looking outside the U.S. and looking at emerging market debt and local currencies could be a good way to add to that fixed income portfolio. But like you said, we do think that equities 
still have valuations, some areas overextended, but overall uh, somewhat normalized valuations overall. So we still see room to run in the equity side. Okay. And the preference there is for these more kind of cyclical oriented themes in the market. Does that extend to direct reopening plays lately that have been really struggling airlines, cruise lines? Yeah, so we think travel and leisure are going to be the next areas, as we've seen, as far as hiring is concerned. More hiring there. There is the reopening. People are anxious to get out and travel. And while those plans may be a little bit further out, maybe not as much this summer, but people planning right now for next summer. So we expect that that trend is going to continue and that there's going to be more travel and leisure, and those are going to be beneficial for those areas of the market. 